Hello everyone. It is Friday, October the 16th, 2020. Another TGIF to you today. Thanking God that he allowed us to see another day. My name is Arlene Petway. Hopefully you already know that. And I'd like to welcome you to the Christpirations podcast. I want more kids. For a few months, something that has been ringing in my heart now is this concept of spiritual mothers and fathers. We have seen some tremendous teachers, preachers, and evangelists, but very seldom do you hear about the importance of spiritual parentage. What do I mean when I say spiritual parents? Well, I think we can look at a natural parenting as a guide. When you are a parent, you are responsible to feed, nurture, and guide your children. You're also responsible for correcting and steering your children in the direction of their God-given purpose. And I'm speaking to those who understand that we are all here to fulfill God's will and purpose. I did not understand this myself for the longest, and I failed at doing this even in my natural parenting. When a person gives their life to Jesus, the Bible calls them babes or infants. Just like with natural parents, spiritual babies need guidance to grow and to mature in the right way and to go in the right way. We have leaders. When I say leaders, I don't just mean pastors or those in church leadership, but I'm talking about those who have been walking with the Lord and who understand that we are all called to make disciples. However, we do not have many spiritual fathers and mothers. Furthermore, we need them just as much, if not more. Paul said this, 1 Corinthians 4.15, For though you might have 10,000 instructors in Christ, yet you do not have many fathers. For in Christ Jesus I have begotten you through the gospel. My reading this morning is in Acts, the 20th chapter. Paul is saying goodbye to the folks in Ephesus. Actually, he's called the leaders to himself to bid them farewell because he knows he will not see them again. Acts, the 20th chapter, verse 22 to 38. And now I am bound by the spirit to go to Jerusalem. I don't know what awaits me, except that the Holy Spirit tells me in city after city that jail and suffering lie ahead. But my life is worth nothing to me unless I use it for finishing the work assigned me by the Lord Jesus, the work of telling others the good news about the wonderful grace of God. And now I know that none of you to whom I have preached the kingdom will ever see me again. I declare today that I have been faithful. If anyone suffers eternal death, it's not my fault, for I didn't shrink from declaring all that God wants you to know. So guard yourselves and God's people. Feed and shepherd God's flock, his church, purchased with his own blood, over which the Holy Spirit has appointed you as leaders. I know that false teachers, like vicious wolves, will come in among you after I leave, not sparing the flock. Even some men from your own group will rise up and distort the truth in order to draw a following. Watch out. Remember the three years I was with you, my constant watch and care over you night and day, 
and my many tears for you. And now I entrust you to God and the message of his grace that is able to build you up and give you an inheritance with all those he has set apart for himself. I have never coveted anyone's silver or gold or fine clothes. You know that these hands of mine have worked to supply my own needs and even the needs of those who were with me. And I have been a constant example of how you can help those in need by working hard. You should remember the words of the Lord Jesus. It is more blessed to give than to receive. When he had finished speaking, he knelt down and prayed with them. They all cried and they embraced and kissed him goodbye. They were sad most of all because he said that they would never see him again. Then they escorted him down to the ship. Paul wanted his sons and daughters to prosper in Christ, meaning to be filled with the fullness of Christ's knowledge and even exceed him in their devotion to Christ. Listen to this man's heart. Listen to it. Doesn't he sound more like a father than a leader? Look at his love, his concern, his care for these people. It goes beyond that of a teacher. It goes beyond that of a person who won them to Christ. He is invested in their lives and in their success. Today, my conviction is to disciple someone to the place where I can say, I begot you in the gospel. I am invested in you. I want your success more than my own. Hey, I want more kids. <laughs>